on the line, Peter Goffwood. Good morning, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Vincent. Good morning to listeners. I'm good, thank you. I'm good indeed. It's good to chat to you again after I sort of, you know, yes. went AWOL last Friday. Mm-hmm. Nice little holiday. Yes. No, it was great. It was absolutely great. Absolutely got uh, exposed to some really great food um, because uh, my friend uh, who arranged the event is an absolute first class. Uh, she just is an organizer extraordinaire. And uh, I was exposed to something briefly before we get going on what you're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. Something called a bauer bun. Ever had one of those? Valvan, yes. Yes. Indeed. Never had one before. And, uh, oh, I, really? Yeah. Happens, and it was really mm. great. I had, we had a choice of chicken, I don't know, sticky mm-hmm. chicken. Um, and then there was like a soy mushroom one. So I opted for the vegetarian version and loved it. It was absolutely delicious. So, yeah. The so, texture of those buns unbelievable. Yeah, oh, absolutely fantastic. So, uh, mm-hmm. I definitely, I have been educated. I now know what a bauer bun is. So, I'm very excited about that. <laughs> You want to talk now talking about strange names and things like that. Actually, not strange names, but many times we will read a recipe and then it speaks about an ingredient, and you think this is some really way out ingredient. Meanwhile, you just simply know it by another name. And there are several of these. So it definitely warrants a good conversation about it. Yeah. Well, it was actually I was I was in, I'm involved in a group and we talk about food a WhatsApp group, and I posted a recipe, and one of the ingredients I, I hadn't read it's a long time since I wrote the recipe and I hadn't read through it for a long time, and and it calls for rape, which is and everyone was going well, what's rape and I'm going well it's like kale, okay. and also it made me realise there were tons of of names like that either completely fictitious names look a lot of the names a lot of names are just linguistic. Um, mm. You know, uh, we spoke earlier. Uh, you know, the difference between aubergine, eggplant, and brinjal. Yes. You know, that's more. Uh, that's more of a language thing than anything else. But I mean, oh. for example, I mean, the, the interesting thing about rape, um, you know, and rape, there's a fascinating story behind that, and it's actually the story of canola oil. Now, everyone knows canola oil. Yes. But no one knows where the, the origins of the name. And this is what's quite interesting. So, so it's basically canola oil is rapeseed oil. Mm. Now, it is, it was and still is one of the largest uh, products that Canada exports and one of their largest markets, America. And so when they first started doing it in the, in the, in the 60s, they realized that they had to come up with another name because rape oil just does not have a great ring to it. No, not at um, all. And, was... so, and so some marketing boffin came up with Canadian oil. And that's where canola oil comes from. Oh, my goodness, you're joking. Canadian oil... No. Canola. Canola. <laughs> it's, it's a household name. Everyone knows canola. But yeah, yes. it's a, as opposed to calling your, 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 your dish, your, your, your product rape oil. Mm. Um, and there's loads of things like that that are either done for, for historic reasons, for marketing reasons. <clears throat> I mean, we get into things like Danish pastries. Everyone knows what a Danish pastry is. Yes. Do they come from Denmark? Not a chance. It's an old <laughs> French product for about 500 years. Um, I mean, you've got other names. I mean, another one of my favorites is Jerusalem artichokes. Yes. Okay. Now, now Jerusalem artichokes, first of all, are not artichokes. Um, they're actually a tuber, whereas the, uh, the traditional artichoke is actually a flower. That's um, right. And, and they don't come from Jerusalem. They actually come from South America. Um, and it's a tuber, much like um, uh, like ginger. It looks quite similar to ginger. And, and it's one of those things that 
it, it got a name. It, it's the English language kind of bastardized it because the the, it, it, the plant itself looks something like a sunflower, and so the the French or the, the Italians call it a girasol, and and that's where the Australia the English got Jerusalem from girasol. Oh, and so it, not even it has just a, a flavor. It has a similar flavor to a to a normal artichoke, and so it was given a, an artichoke. I mean, the Australians call them sunchokes because they resemble sunflowers and they have a similar profile taste-wise to, to artichokes. But they are not artichokes, and they certainly have never been to Jerusalem. <laughs> um, you know, things like sweetbreads, for example. Yes. Like we always see it on sweetbreads um, uh, when we when we have it on menu. People have no idea. We try the sweetbreads, really. Um, if we said try the pancreas gland, no. One would, you know. <laughs> I would. I wouldn't try that. I mean, I would. Yeah. And yeah. and and how disappointed I was to learn that sweetbreads are actually a pancreas gland. You know what I mean? It was. Yeah. It was a deep, deeply disappointing. <laughs> well, if that's the case, I suggest for this that you never try prairie oysters. Prairie oysters. Okay. Yes. Enlighten me. Prairie oysters are sheep's testicles. Oh no! No. <laughs> <laughs> no, having <laughs> um, having considered that I have mentioned several on several occasions that I mean considering the conversation we had a couple of weeks ago about uh, haggis and all those wonderful yeah. things, um, no, 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 yes. no, definitely well, no I mean, sheep's black testicles. Pudding is another one. I mean, you say haggis, black oh. pudding is, an, is another one of those euphemistic terms for blood sausage. Oh, I know. You know uh, it's, it's not pudding. It's what well, it is, black, but it's certainly not pudding. Um, another classic one is is, a, is actually an it's called Bombay duck. Now uh-huh. Bombay duck sounds like quite an exotic yeah. Indian kind of baby curry sort of. It's actually a very salty dried fish. Okay, so uh, no. has nothing to do mm. with the duck. No, nothing to do with that. It actually it actually comes it, it comes from uh, which we, obviously what used to be called Bombay and Mumbai, mm. and it, it was actually. The um, it used to be transported in these huge trucks, and it actually comes from a bastardization of the Bombay truck became Bombay duck. Goodness gracious! It's amazing how you know how perception and language plays a role um, in 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 where we are today with the way certain things are named. And I suppose we see it all around us. You know, not not necessarily in food, but the way we speak about things. um, Let's talk. You know, the word woke and you know all the slang stuff, and then eventually it finds its way in. So the same thing has basically happened with food over the centuries. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, take take classic example: French fries. Oh okay. yes, everyone knows the word French fries. Now, again, it, you know, it comes. It actually comes from the, the, the classic. Uh, the, 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 there's a number of different traditional potato cuts, and they were all prefaced by the word pom, which is potato. Yes. Pom de terre is apple of the earth. So, a pom frite is what we traditionally know as a chip, mm-hmm. and the Americans, again, the usual Americans. Um, that's where they got the frit is the fry and the pom is the French. So that's where French fries uh, come from. The fact that it's pom frit is its real name. Oh goodness! Okay, so it has yeah. no, absolutely nothing to do with France. No, it's just true. simply it was the easiest yeah. thing to understand because if they had yeah. to call it a pom, it wouldn't, you know. And then no. you, yeah, and then of course you know poms are the you know sorry, but the, that's a slang for for the Brits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's also one of those I mean, here's the one. Here's the, the best one of the lot. Because this is, this is where it gets actually mind-bogglingly confusing. Okay. So now I'm going to mention 
four things to you. Um, one, two, three, four, four dishes, four items, and you you will know exactly what I mean when I say these things: muffins, yeah, crumpets, yes, pancakes, yes. and flapjacks. Yeah, okay? yeah. Now you know exactly what that means if you come from South Africa. Yes. Okay. Now those four terms have different meanings in different countries. Mm. Okay. So, so for example, so for example. Obviously, an American pancake is what we call a flapjack. That's mm-hmm. right, yes. Yeah. What Australians call flapjacks are what we call crunchies. Those little honey oat squares. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's a, if you are, or ask for a flapjack in Australia, that's what you will get. Very confusing. And, and when I was growing up, sorry, and this is my Bloom, my Bloom heritage, okay, I, mm-hmm. I had, uh, my mom used to make crumpets, okay, and then when, yeah. I, when I met Tim, he said to me, no, those are not crumpets, they're flapjacks. So, yeah. uh, very confusing. And yeah. it's, it's, it's um, you know, so I've always got to make sure that when somebody says a crumpet or if they give me a funny look, yes. then I know, oh, well, okay, they know it is a flapjack. So you quickly sort of, you know, do a little bit of a, yeah. a you know, I mean, show that, the didn't they? So, so, so you know what a muffin is. Okay? Yes. But if you order an English muffin oh. in America, you will get a crumpet. That's right. And it's, it's a kind yes. of a fattish crumpet, hey? And, and, and if you ask for pancakes anywhere else in the world, apart from South Africa, um, you'll get... get uh, what we call flapjacks, what Americans call uh, uh, pancakes, the Australians call them pipelets. Everyone else in the world calls um, uh, crepes. Um, ah, you know, crepes is it? Yes. The crepe, the thin pancake. That's we're the only country in the world that calls pancakes uh, crepes pancakes. So it just, I mean, and if you look at, I mean, if you want to extend this further, Japanese pancake is a is a huge, massive, souffleed disc, uh, a Finnish pancake is baked in the oven like a Yorkshire pudding. Um, you know, that list is just a, a complete minefield. Everyone, talk, you know, everyone knows muffins, crumpets, pancakes. You know, it depends on which part of the globe you're on, you will get a completely different dish in front of you. I mean, the mind actually quite, it boggles, really. I mean, Absolutely. the list goes on. Uh, Welsh, Welsh rabbit. Oh, yes. I mean, Welsh rabbit isn't rabbit. It's, it's cheese. It's cheese on, it's fancy cheese on toast. Um, and and the, the origins of the origins of that name was was a was a dig was a, was a dig by the English at the Welsh who were, who were at the time considered much poorer, and and um, it was like the, the rabbit is rabbit is, um, is is much more expensive than cheese, and so by making a kind of larny cheese on toast with beer and cream in it, you were making it a posh, so you were making it you were making it rabbit. Oh my goodness! Um, so it isn't rare, but it's got changed over time to be Welsh rabbit. But originally, the original term is Welsh rabbit. And and you know, you've got, it's yeah. it's amazing. I just have to tell you that I've just had a message here from from my darling husband, because we both went to hotel school, and he said Bombay duck was always an exam question at hotel school. Now, obviously, yeah. that's the question that I skipped because I don't recall that one. Um, <laughs> I clearly, didn't learn that chapter. But um, but yeah, uh, it's 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 very very interesting how. Language has played such a role. Yeah, I mean, an interesting thing going back to the Jerusalem artichokes. Um, the for a long time, and, 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 and the French often still call them. They, they're often referred to as topinambo, and that name is an interesting because they were they, they, they were 
they were presented into the, into the, the, the French court um, from from explorers who'd come back from South America, and at the same time in court that these artichokes, these Jerusalem artichokes, were presented. Uh, an indigenous uh, Amazon tribe was also presented, and the tribe were were known as the Topinambo. And because this ingredient had come from a strange, faraway place, as had this tribe of people, they started to call this vegetable by the name of the tribe of the people. So the, you often see that, particularly in French markets and stuff like that, they're ref, referred to as Topinambo. And it's because it's a relation to, to an Amazonian tribe that traveled on the same boat. This almost sounds like food broken telephone to me. You know, you know. did you yeah. ever play the game broken telephone? And yeah, uh, yeah. it seems to sound that that's what happens. You know, as it comes along, um, it just gets lost in translation almost. But it's mm. so interesting, really, really interesting. Yeah. So uh, I think when and I look at... Yeah, yeah, I mean, tête de fromage. Tête de fromage sounds very, very interesting. Oh. Head cheese. But it's actually basically a terrine made from boiled pig's head. Oh goodness gracious! There we go with there we go with the weird <laughs> stuff again. Oh lord! <laughs> Definitely hoping the family are not listening to that because I don't want boiled pig's head for dinner. Yeah. Um, but oh goodness, it sounds absolutely exotic and so really fantastic. Yes, but it's it? yeah. but it's actually just a poor not old piggy's head in in water. Yeah. No, goodness gracious. Basically, it's they cook it down and they set it in the gelatine oh. from the actual pig's head itself. So you, you put out, you submerge a, uh, the, the, the whole head in a pot of water with aromatics, and you cook it slowly for about four four hours, and then you remove it, and you actually take all of the meat. I mean, there's the beautiful meat on the cheeks, and there's lots of meat, and then you actually, there's such a high gelatine content, the stock that you've cooked it in. You actually set it with the stock that it's been cooking in. You set it into a terrine, all shredded up together. You press it overnight, and you have this slice of lovely gelatized pork meat. Okay. It doesn't taste like head. It's quite, it's beautiful. Oh. It's got tongue and brains, a bit of ear in it, but it's, it's very, very tasty. No, no, no. Um, okay, I'm going to <laughs> swiftly move along to dessert. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to move on. Is there anything Peter Goff would in the dessert in the dessert line that we can end off on a sweet note, but not sweetbreads, please? Um, no, I, I, oh. I didn't get as far as dessert. I started with this, and the list was getting longer and longer. I thought we'll, we'll be talking for. For, for an hour if I if I list it's, everything that, but that I But fascinating. No, absolutely fascinating. I've enjoyed it this morning because uh, I'm certainly not going to look at the, the names that things are given um, and take them at face value if I can put it that way. Yeah. Um, and yeah, rather sure. sort of, you know, grab uh, grab Dr. Google um, or Chef yeah. Google and see what it shows um, because it seems that things are not always what they seem. Very true. Very, very true. Peter, we will be chatting again soon. I hope that you have a great weekend, a great long weekend. And, um, yeah, and, uh, yes, uh, let's hope that uh, there are no other sort of culinary um, language name surprises along the way in the future. Yes. No, 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 I'm going to have a great weekend. It's a long weekend. I'm looking forward to it, working for most of it. But it's my birthday on Monday, so oh. I'll be celebrating on the holidays. Well, a very happy birthday from all of us here at Halderberg FM. And uh, I hope that it's going to be great and uh, that there's definitely some cake in that, in that uh, you know, some healthy cake, of course. Mm. Healthy cake. Yeah, healthy cake. So, yeah, but have a wonderful day from all of us. And I hope it's going to be a, a filled with lots of love and laughter and magic moments. Fantastic. Thanks, Alyssa. Thank you so much, Peter. Chat again. Keep well.
Bye. Bye-bye.